What's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz, and you are watching or listening to the intro podcast. And I got my boy with me, Mr. Jr. What's up, man? What's going on? Man, it's another good week. Oh yeah, in wonderful Dallas, where we don't know if it's summer, winter, spring, or fall. Well, today is summer. It's a nice man. Day today in Dallas, I'm loving it. I'm trying to understand, like, how am I supposed to dress? Because when I woke up this morning, I had a, a job interview, and usually I'm, I'm like trying to get fully dressed, yeah. like. I opened the door. I said, nope, today's a shorts day. So I went to my job interview in shorts. Well, it wasn't even an interview. It was just giving my, my last, you know, the health stuff or whatever. So you can dress however, but I still like to make that impression. Oh, no, you do. My impression today was it's hot outside. If you got the job already, that, that impression don't even matter no more. That part. But I don't know what, uh, what season we are in and how long it's going to last. This time last week, I was freezing. The week before then, or the week before then, we was ice. Yeah. Like, we don't have four seasons. We just have seasons per month. Yeah. And within that month, anything is going to happen. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Like, we could end the show not to be snowing outside. Yeah. Because that's what we do in Dallas. Last seven days, it's been been 30, it's been 50, it's been 70. Yes, sir. Now it's damn near 90. And I don't be wanting to actually believe the meteorologists because they lie so much or they mislead us so much that I'm like... I see what you posting, um, Duckus, but I don't know if you like real or not. Well, I mean, you got to look at it like this: the, the meteor, the, the the weather is is just an educated guess. I mean, they mm-hmm. ain't no, they ain't no different than a woman looking for BS on Facebook. It's just an educated guess. That'll be another topic. We could definitely talk about that today. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for the other uh, smoke today. Uh, but on today, show, sure, let me let y'all know we are talking about Brat Tat 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 on that ad. It's really in that stomach because she is big and pregnant. Congratulations, Brent and Judy. We're also talking about, okay, so you're going to love this. <laughs> Kanye and Adidas is rumored to restore their relationship. Uh, you already you spoke on this whenever we actually broke the story to our audience on how you felt about that whole situation. Uh-huh. So we're going to be talking about that. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to discuss, I'm not a Boosie fan. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to discuss an uh, uh, interview that Boosie done on Vlad TV. I used to call it V-Lad because I didn't really know who, it, who he was. <laughs> Whenever I first discovered him, I was like, V-Lad. Yes, but um, Boosie was on uh, Vlad and he had a little something to say about T.I. and an interview that he done uh, regarding his life. Let's put it like that. A, yeah. a minute ago in our main discussion today we're talking about chris brown um you know everybody's coming at him with these accusations i don't only want to talk about um the black women in, in vip i want to talk about um the violence that we won't let go of when yeah. it comes to chris brown also because i think he's been railroaded everybody hates chris Everybody hates Chris. I love that show. Shouts out. What's the dude that's in Abbott Elementary? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he played yeah. Chris as, as a kid. Yeah, I yeah. need to start watching Abbott Elementary because this man, I can say man now because he's a grown man. He's doing really big things on Abbott. He is. He's doing big things across the board. I didn't know he was doing a little bit of directing too, but he, he, he's got a lot going for him. And he, he's, he's, well... He won the Grammy on that. Didn't yes, he did. So Grammy, a uh, Grammy award winning, whatever your name is. I'm, I, I'll look it up later. <laughs> I'm going to look up your name before we talk about the story. Uh, but in the meantime, in between time, hey, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. What? I ain't did that. I can't stand this guy sometimes, y'all. It's your boy, Taz, and we are back with the intro podcast. I'm joined with the one and only. JR is in the house. Look, I am so freaking happy. For the Brad and Judy. Uh. Yes. You can say what you want to say, but I'm happy. Um, coming from, uh, I want to say, I forgot the website I got this from. Probably the Shade Room. Uh, the Brad reveals her pregnancy at 48 years old. I thought it wasn't in the cards for me. The Brad is ready to reveal uh, the bump, as they say. That was so corny. Uh, <laughs> 
The hit funkified rapper and wife uh, Jessica Judy Harris DuPont are expecting a baby. Uh, the couple tells people uh, exclusively in this week's issue. It's been quite a journey, says the brat, who admits at 48 there's a lot of stuff we learned about women uh, over the age of 40. He goes on to say the couple's road to motherhood started um, around the time they said their I do's last year, uh, February 2nd. Harris Depart, uh, 41, is the uh, CEO of Kaleidoscope Hair Products and in the midst of launching a new line inspired by the brat. Uh, an iconic braid and protective hairstyles. I'll say this, uh, this Kaleidoscope hair product, I didn't really realize how important it was to, to the culture until they got married and it was more, uh, to me, brought more out to the forefront because uh, I see a lot of people uh, who actually use this on Instagram really? who are hairstylists and they're, uh, they're showing the products that they use to make your hair what it is. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people use it. And Judy uh, is like a promo goddess. Like she uses the big booty, Judy. Yeah. She uses that very well to get people's <laughs> attention. Uh, I'm excited about this birth and I'm ready to see what the characteristics of this child is going to be because you got the brat who is this and Judy who is this. I need to know what this is. Now, what do you feel, man? Well, I'm a bit confused because. I mean, I guess I know the answer, but why didn't Judy want to carry? Ain't she supposed to be like the woman in the relationship? I figured that you would probably think something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, is, is it because she don't want to mess up the body? Is, is that's why she didn't want to carry? If baby? I'm not mistaken, uh, Judy had health problems. Okay. Uh, let me... <laughs> I feel so you wrong for doing that. No, <laughs> I'm going to call her uh, Jessica instead of Judy. Why not? <laughs> it just sounds right. <laughs> Because when I say Judy, I want to say the whole thing that comes with it. I, I want to say all of that. So I'm, so I'm, I'm going to say Jessica. Oh, okay. Ooh. Big booty Judy. Big booty Judy. Uh, <laughs> I, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, I can be wrong. Uh, but I think uh, in the, the trial, I've listened to several episodes of this nation whenever they were actually discussing it last year. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there were health problems that would have kept her from being able to carry a baby so they had to choose the next best thing which was the breath but if she 48 don't you think there's gonna be some issues there i mean you pushing 50 your biological clock is ticking at like 35 and you like 13 years past the mark unless so, the doctors told them something that we don't know i mean i know black don't crack but this might be one of them instances where black can crack i mean <laughs> i'm i'm not a doctor clearly I just got. Some I thought concerns. you were a doctor. I just got some concerns, and I think concerns are good. I, I think we should all voice concerns about issues, but uh, I'm just happy that, um, especially with with me, you know, being a part of the LGBTQ ABCDSWV LMNOP. Okay, I'm just uh, happy that uh, they're able to uh, do something that a lot of people in the lifestyle want to do but they find it not not even lifestyle but a lot of people in the community want to do but they find it hard because a lot of uh whether it's uh same sex or uh, female same sex guys that want to have children um for a lot of us it's like really really hard uh and we know that the uh the birth rate and and death rate for black women in general is so high uh as opposed to deaths that uh, for them to even want to be in, in a situation to want to bring another life in, in, into the world, knowing those risks, uh, I, it's just kudos, celebration, and all that, and just invite me to the baby shower. I mean, that's really my concern right there is, is her potential for something being wrong with her or the baby after this. Yeah. Like, her being of that age, I mean, I know women have done it. It probably wasn't the best move, but, yeah. I mean, they made it. So, I mean, congrats, and I hope for the best. We hope for the best. I need that invite to the baby shower. I'm going to tag both of y'all on Instagram to this particular reel. I'm just saying. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What are we going to be talking about next? Ooh, we talking about Kanye yeah. and the rumor that he's supposed to be restoring his relationship with Adidas. Oh, this, this is going to be a fun. This is going to be a mess. Hey, this is the intro podcast. Your boy, Taz. And your boy, JR. We'll be right back in just a minute. What's up, everybody? We are back, and you are watching or listening to the intro 
Podcast. Hey. Of course, I'm your boy JR. It's your boy Taz. And we 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 had a nice little conversation over the break. I'm um, telling y'all, y'all need to be in studio <laughs> to hear the other stuff we talk about and not what's just on camera. Because that's where the real tea is being spilled. Right. We we might have to start releasing some of that footage. We're gonna release the, the behind the scene on our Patreon. That's where you can get all, all the, the, the the dirt. That we can't or we just don't want to talk about on air, but those off the screen conversations. Yeah, yeah, those those be those be what's up. Because if y'all heard what Jr. T- said about me from last night, oh baby, oh, you yes. would you really want? <laughs> did, did I say too much? Did I say too much? Y'all would love to know. We gonna start that Patreon so y'all can find out what Jr. really thinks about me. Nah. In the meantime, in between time, man, what are we talking about, boy? Uh, well, let, let's go to our next topic. Uh, uh, this, yeah, this was, this was a fun one for me. Uh, I, I figured. So, so now it's been rumored that <laughs> Kanye and Adidas are rumored to that they're, they they will be soon restoring their relationship. Now, this is funny to me. So, let's pay attention to the article. Uh, this comes from uh, the House of Heat. Uh, rumors have been circulating that Kanye West and Adidas are rekindling their partnership mere months after two after the two industry giants parted ways in an inimical fashion. Uh, it was reported back in October that the German sportswear brand had cut ties effective immediately after a string of fast and loose anti-Semitic comments from the 24-time Grammy award-winning artist. Uh, the axing resulted in a stockpile. A stockpile. A stockpile of Yeezy branded sneakers in the warehouse worth over one billion, billion. and it costing the brand dearly. Now, <laughs> if y'all paid attention to uh, one of our previous shows, yeah. I did get uh, a nice. Um, it was a pretty accurate quote. Said that Yeezy alone was making. Adidas over a quarter billion a quarter. So if if I'm looking at the timeline correctly, October would be that would be third quarter. Okay. That would that would be third. I mean that'd be that'll be fourth quarter for businesses. That'd be fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. So between fourth quarter, which is only one quarter, and now we're in month two of the first quarter. So not even a full five months. Out, yeah. And he's already cost them what he makes them in a year. In, in a year. In five months. So clearly, if if this is true, Kanye, if you are planning on getting in back in bed with Adidas, I suggest we ask for more money because clearly we worth it. Yeah, I'm, I was literally thinking the same thing. This is the this is where you can go back into a meeting mm-hmm. and not have them give you what they they feel they can't afford but they have to give you what you're worth yeah because i mean look at this point they terminated that contract yeah so now we are for renegotiations yep. i need more coin yeah especially it's- if i'm getting back in bed with y'all because to me i feel like kanye learned enough about this to really go and start his own mm-hmm. It's just that he would need to buy the facility and the manpower mm-hmm. to make the sneakers, which Adidas, of course, already owns. But I understand what he's doing by using their resources to create his shoe brand. I get it. But when it's yours, yeah, you ain't got to worry about nobody severing ties with you. At all. It's just. You <laughs> are the HNIC. Right. But this also, um, like I said, in this renegotiation, if Kanye was smart, he would add a clause that says certain things about my personal life mm. shouldn't be held against in the future. Most definitely. Because we know Kanye will be good for three, four months and just fall off the rails again. Yeah. So there, there, he should put a clause in, in, in the contract that says within this time period, Y'all cannot renege on the deal if something is said or done, yada, yada, yada. Fix the word up to where it don't really look as bad, but we already know that it's bad. Right. He has the freedom to do that now. Yeah. And I think that's, again, that goes back to knowing your knowing your own value. Right. And like, if he got a good lawyer, he can pull that off. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. It's important to have an attorney. That's why I like I love to I, I love the fact that attorneys can be as crooked as, as, as crooked as they want to be. As long as they get the job done is all that matters. There has to be something that the attorney can uh, say terminologically uh, wise to put that in there because we we, we know Kanye going to fly off the rail in just a minute. I'm pretty sure there is. But the whole thing about that is that, and I don't know if you know this, but Kanye likes to only do one-page contracts. Mm-hmm. If it's too much to read, he don't want sign it. And honestly, I want to say that's probably genius because... You can't put a bunch of stipulations on one page. This is true. So if it's more than one page, I'm not agreeing to it because I know somewhere in that fine print it's some BS. It's some type yeah. of stipulation. So if they can make that up and he can get back into bed with Adidas after that, I mean, more power to him. I honestly feel like he should go independent and do his own thing. I think he will honestly probably make just as much doing independent than renegotiating that deal with Adidas. Do you think there would be a difference if he partnered up with a black brand? There may be, but I know the reason why he's doing it with Adidas is because they already have a track record for their quality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our brands, I mean, we're, we're good, but a lot of the more What's the word I want to use? A lot of the black brands or, you know, ours, we just don't have the experience to consistently bring out that much quantity and quality. So speaking of quality and quantity, do you think that uh, did this last Kanye outburst, do you think it hurt um, future sales? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you don't think so? Hell no. If anything, Kanye been in the kitchen cooking for the next design already. So if if you know anything about Kanye, ain't too much that set him back. Yeah. Even when he lose, he learns. So Kanye just keep going forward. So what about Kanye in music? Kanye musically, Kanye ain't got to do nothing else. Kanye didn't did enough rapping and production. Kanye really ain't got to do nothing else if he don't want to. Because the bulk of his money ain't coming from music. Right now, no, absolutely not. I, I I think what was making Kanye as wealthy as as he was before he lost all all the money was the fashion, because you you don't have a lot of people wasn't wasn't going to him for um um collabs in in music. Right. You really didn't hear a lot of his music on streaming platforms. Uh, you can actually go on Spotify and see how how many monthly people are listening to to music. You know. So I, I, you may absolutely be right about that. He don't have to do music if he don't want to. No, I mean, it's a passion of his. He's, he's a producer. He's still getting production credits from stuff that was out 20 years ago. Yeah. He's still selling beats to people to this day. So, Hey, Kanye, my my, my info is sell, <laughs> sell me something. I'll make some money for you. Uh, speaking of... Uh, also, it with the whole music part of Kanye, what's your favorite Kanye record? You have to pick one. My yep. favorite Kanye record? So Yeah. And I have to pick one. Mm-hmm. Hands down, College Dropout. Hands down. It's not even It's not even second thought. Is, is that the one where he had the feature with Jamie? He killed me, buddy. When I need. I want to say it was either that one or late registration, but I think that one may have been on a college dropout. That's 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 my favorite song. Yeah, that that whole album. That that was one album. To this day, this, that was that was 2003, 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. Mm. About 20 years ago, I could still play that whole album without stopping. To this day. Yeah, I want to get Jr. in the studio. He's been playing games with me. <laughs> Here he, we go. He's supposed to be one of my uh, background singers. Uh, to do some BGVs on some of this this music that I'm, me on that, that I'm writing about him. Should have had me on that last track. That last track. Oh, Just know. And it and it touched my soul, so I really should have been on that one. See, I, it's been on repeat in my car. So you gonna be ready for the remix? There's a remix. Yeah, who, I'm gonna do some be on the remix. You, hey, look. So <laughs> while we are getting this whole remix business together. Thank y'all once again for watching the intro Dallas. Don't forget, we are still talking about what are we talking about coming up next on the podcast. We are talking about we're talking about Boosie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you are not about, a fan. 
Boosie, huh? I'm not a fan of Boosie, but I promise her, wipe me down, come on in the club, I lose my motherfucking mind. I bet, I bet you drink Boosie juice too, don't you? What the hell is that? We're going to talk about that during the commercial. This your boy Taz. And JR. Uh, we'll be right back in just a minute. What up, everybody? It's your boy Taz. Your boy JR. I am excited to have JR back on this show after that long ass I hate as you took. Yes, sir. You decided you didn't want to be down with a nigga no more. <laughs> That wasn't that. I had some other stuff going on and I needed to. He had to make money because y'all know he he this big fashion designer and he had to create stuff for <laughs> uh, New York Fashion Week and all of that other stuff. Oh, that's what it was. That's what that was. Oh, okay. In the meantime, in between time, while you was dealing with that Hollywood, this is the Hollywood we dealing with now. Let's talk about Boosie and T.I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming from the shaderoom.com, Boosie says his album with T.I. has been shelved indefinitely. Uh, calls T.I. a rat. I didn't even know they had uh, purposely started working on anything. I couldn't see them working together for some reason. Because T.I. used big words. Boosie don't know how to talk. I said that. Yes, I did. Boosie know how to talk. He just just choose not to. He always <laughs> sound like he depressed. Man. Him, him and Terrence Howard have the same. <laughs> oh, no, no. Don't love him with Terrence, please. Terrence. <laughs> what, oh, what, what, you ain't saying this. Sound, sound like somebody put his voice on vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, I hear Boosie talking, sometimes I can imagine him sitting on a washing machine on spin cycle. Oh, <laughs> anyway, shaderoom.com. Uh, the update T.I. has officially responded to Boosie's comment, uh, and he says he expected more from the Set It Up rapper. In a lengthy Instagram upload, of course, when when T.I. want to talk, he going to preach a sermon, write a novel. Uh, T.I. started off by um, outright telling Boosie to pull up before uh, basically expressing that he doesn't care what Boosie has to say about him. T.I. also said, uh, I ain't bending my knees for nothing or fearing nothing but God. I expect more from you. This... mm, uh, ain't solid Obviously I thought we were something that we are not Go down a little bit more T.I. previously admitted to pinning a gun case On his late cousin Fans of Boosie and T.I. were said in here Yada yada go down Boosie spoke on the subject during a recent Appearance on Vlad TV And he said that It's all related to a Resurfaced video of T.I. Making an eyebrow raising Admission uh, let's go back uh, during August 20th. I'm sorry, during August 20. During an August 22. Blah, during an August 2020. You hate that year that much? I, I really did. <laughs> episode on his podcast, T.I. explained how he <clears throat> and one of his cousins caught a gun case back in the day. Uh, however, his cousin ultimately passed away during the trial. Oh. And T.I. says he got permission to pin the whole situation on his family member in order to go scot-free. T.I. specifically recalled his late cousin remarking, if you could walk away free and put it on me, God damn it, right. I have a question. What's that? I didn't know that... When did he talk to the cousin? If they were, I mean, he probably said it beforehand. Either way, to me personally, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Unless he's the cousin, because you know, in every rapper or in every group, like if we in a a group together and you're the money maker, mm-hmm. there has to be somebody in the group to be considered the fall guy. Yeah. To where if something like that happens, you don't have to say it's your gun. It's, it's my gun. It's my drugs. I I done whatever to keep the heat off of you. Maybe the cousin was something like that. Could have been. Because who going to get a bigger rap for? Who going to get a bigger charge? And then what's going to happen to that person? Like, of course, T.I. Let's say T.I. take the rap for it. Now, he in jail. T.I. feeding everybody in the entourage. Yeah. So without him, everybody starved. Mm-hmm. And so you'll want everybody to starve or just this one person who more than likely they're going to take care of his books. They're going to take care of his bail, his bond, yeah. whatever, all of that stuff. Take care of why he in there. If he do any time at all, they're going to pay for his lawyer, all of that. 
So why would T.I. take the rap for that? Even if he did do it. Yeah. Why would he take the rap for that? There's so many uh, so many questions that come from this because there are so many people that really just believe that this whole entire story is cap. And it, 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 it could be, honestly. Either way, though, I mean, me personally, if I could blame it on somebody who dead and ain't nobody going to take the rap for it, I'm going to do it too. Shit, like... <laughs> Let who, me outlive JR. Who want to go to jail when they ain't got to? Who want to go to jail when they ain't got to? Understandable. I'm going to blame it on this person that's dead. Because what's going to happen to him? You're going to dig him up and put him in jail? Nah. <laughs> they can say dig him up <laughs> and put them in ain't jail. Ain't nothing going to happen to him. Yeah, JR said that. Not me. We are not going to know. Ah, nah, man. We can go there. I mean, street cred is one thing. But fuck that street cred. Because when it comes to doing a bid. Yeah. Mm-mm, count me out. Have, wait, have you ever had to do a, a bid for any amount of time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't look up my mug shot That's all I'm gonna say um, Yeah nah Fuck doing a bit For any reason mm-hmm. If if Nah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flat snitch on nobody This is, this is not my forte I wasn't raised that way Yeah But If you got a whole dead body over here That can take the rap <laughs> Why the hell not use it T.I. All I can say is I'm glad you're still with us, dog. I, I'm, I'm on T.I. I mean, I, I kind of understand what Boozy talking about because he's like, you you snitch on somebody, but this nigga dead. Like, what he going to do? He going to do the time? No. Ain't nobody going to do the time. Is he going to hunt me in my sleep right. and, and tell me why I shouldn't have done nah. it? Shut up. Wait, I, we we forgot. We did. We I, I decided today to go back into my first drinking days, which was probably three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and go back to my first love. Sometimes you just have to go back to your first love. Yeah, Paul Masson was actually the first drink. I no way, but have you ever talked to your? When was the last time you talked to your first love? Paul Masson? No, oh. yeah, your first love. My first love. Your first love. Wait, do, 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 do. yeah, you see, I'm <laughs> what are we talking here? <laughs> your first love, your first girl. Ooh. It's been a long time since I talked to my first girl. It's Man. It didn't end well. The first time or the second time. Damn. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I run into my first love in all the wrong places. Oh, so, you know, I, we, we were talking earlier about being out and me running into V. Yeah. So, after me and V ran in, into each other, we're sitting at a table talking to some of the people from her work that she was there with mm-hmm. and a guy starts bringing drinks to the table like cool drinks whatever well he moves out the way and because he couldn't handle all the drinks my first love had the rest of the drinks in his hands oh he worked it no oh he was just there that night oh he just wanted to be in a just wanted to be a stand-up helper huh i was like <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him. He looked at me. I was like, what are, what are you doing here? He looked at me like, what are you doing here? And although, you know, you really want to hate them. Hmm. Well, you probably do, though. I don't hate mine. She was a learning experience both times. I think he was a learning experience for me, too. But it's like that song. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. Oh, I didn't have that. You had that? <laughs> I didn't have that. Well, that's the first love story. <laughs> Look, man, so... I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, sometimes, or I guess in my my situation, that that first love was an was an integral part for me because that was my first, not even just my first relationship, but that was my coming out relationship. Mm. Although I really don't know how my family didn't know before then, because I've always just. Been I mean, like, they knew, but they just like they didn't accept. Cause like you know, like, not because like, they all they ever saw me with was females. So. I was like, y'all down, didn't know down, that I wasn't cleaning carpet. Down, 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 they know. They know. People don't want to accept it. People know. Oh, they don't want to accept it now. But wait wait until I I, I, I get you comfortable enough. I'm going to introduce you to the family. <laughs> I'm showing up. Y'all y'all been watching him on the podcast thinking he my podcast husband. Negro, I was married. I was married. Nah. Nah. <laughs> this, this, this man got wishful thinking. Nah, uh... <laughs> But I, I grew up with a dude who, even as we was kids, we thought he was gay. Mm-hmm. And then he like came out when he was like thirty five. And then, damn. And, then, and so it was funny to me because I'm I'm not gonna say names or titles, but then you don't know who's who. But 
like my people hit me it was like guess what like my cousin yeah, was like nigga we knew we knew he was in there with that shawl we was waiting on him to come out that club yeah <laughs> but we don't want people to be like oh duh we actually still love the element of surprise where y'all be like oh my god are you for real so that we can explain don't don't just be like nigga we already knew that you was yeah, but we, we, we knew that already Jesus. Ain't nothing that we didn't know. Yeah, we knew. Now I don't know how they took it, but it's like when I knew, when I heard, I was like, "Yeah." And it's what we well, always thought anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you ever watch the? Or, or are you a Tyler Perry fan? Kinda. I think it was the last uh, Tyler Perry that he put out on Netflix, uh, the home homecoming where he kind of mimicked Beyonce's concert at the end. Where, oh Lord, yeah. I so seen that one. during seen during that. that movie, you know, they had the the son came out to his family. Yeah, and they were like, that you could hear crickets. Yeah, they they knew. <laughs> but Tyler played me on that movie though because I wasn't thinking. That the plot twist that they gave us is really what it was. Like what? I di- I didn't in my mind I didn't see that other the the son's friend being with the mom the way they were talking at first. I thought they were a couple. Really? I did because the whole whole time they were they had that kind of chemistry to where I thought they were the couple because they just good friends like that. They vibe like that. So can we be friends? Is the question. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I mean, people can think whatever the fuck they want to. I don't give a damn what people. I don't think, either, but, but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, he's definitely banging out dude, mom. So it's like, <laughs> to me, it was obvious. But I'm light skin. I guess some light skin shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so attracted to the light skin. I don't know. In the meantime, in between time, why I figure out why I'm attracted to light skin folk, and Jr. Tell me why I'm attracted to him. Uh, this is the intro podcast. I am Taz, joined with the one and only. We be right back in just a minute. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz, and you are listening to the intro podcast with my co-host. Jr. Unfortunately, y'all, if y'all caught before, I told y'all I was gonna see why. I was attracted to him. He didn't answer that question. <laughs> I was wondering what you were saying unfortunate to. I thought he started talking about everything else. <laughs> no, that is a technical difficulty because I'm not. trying to figure out what one plus one is. That's two. And then what's two plus two? Twenty-two. Uh, what? Oh, and that, that maybe that maybe that's what's wrong with the math. Maybe that's what's wrong with the math. And y'all and y'all wonder why I can only put up with him one day a week. Is, is the Palmer sign doing it to you? Is that what it is? I should have bought a bitch. No, you shouldn't have. I should have. No, you shouldn't have. Yeah. No, you shouldn't have. I, I got to go home and be a parent after this. No, you shouldn't I should have done that. The next show, I'm going to bring a Vonda bitch so that we can. I'm bring my own bottle. <laughs> and I'll just take that one for the next show, for the following week. Mm-mm. I got um, I got anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About Ivanovich. After that last time we all had it, when we had our when we had our other co-host. Oh, and, and now it's just us. me and you. Yeah, but still, that 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 the anxiety that, is still that, that'll be a fun after show. Oh lord! Well, after the party is the after party. I don't even know what that means. After no, the party is the hotel <laughs> lobby, and no, it won't be though. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Jay Z made me worship just then. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get shout into out this. to Jay Z and Beyonce yes. and their their wonderful epic um, empire that they have built and continuing to build. Um, we already said it before, but congratulations to Beyonce for uh, being uh, receiving the what I call the crown for the most Gram- Grammys ever. Uh, all the people, the pastors, and people that's trying to. Downplay her. I mean, it is what it is. She's in. She's gonna keep on doing it. But in the meantime, in between time, enough time talking about Beyonce, cause uh, she ain't paying no bills here. Right. <laughs> I. What, 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 what you about to say? Let's talk about one of your favorites. Let's yeah. talk about one of my favorites, cause yeah. I absolutely love, 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 love this man. Another light skinned guy uh, by the name of Chris Brown. He can sing and dance. He I don't care what nobody say. He is the. For this generation and those that are listening, you can disagree if you want to, but Chris Brown is the Michael Jackson of this time. Hands down. Um, Hands down. I'll never say he's better than Michael Jackson, 
but he's definitely that for us when it comes to singing, dancing, writing, shows. Like, he is that. Um, of course, we, we still have Usher, who I believe should have the next halftime show. I'm just putting it out there because I think it's going to be in Vegas. That would be a that would be a great halftime show. Hell yeah. You know he's doing a show right now in Vegas on skates. And they just extended that show. Now, Usher is what, 40? He's going to 44, 45? Something can, like that. He can still do the handstand. Yeah. 20-something years later, yeah. he can still do the handstand. So, I think that I think that would be a good show. I'm here for a... a as a matter of fact, I want to go to Vegas uh, to go catch his residency also. Yeah. Because uh, I just want to live vicariously through him because I, I, mean, I, w- I was raised on this music. Nice and slow. I still do it nice and slow. He did it. He just No, I still do it nice and slow. I'm just saying. He didn't. He, he, he let that fly right over his head. I had to remind him. Anywho, in the meantime, in between time, let's talk about Chris. Brown, that this is going to cover a lot of things that I've been wanting to say over the week with Chris. Uh, but we're going to start from uh, complex.com. Chris Brown uh, addresses accusations he doesn't want black women allowed in this <laughs> VIP section. That is so stupid. Over the weekend, a group of women accused Chris Brown of discriminating. Allegedly, the singer only allowed white women in his VIP section at the club. One of the women took to social media on Saturday to express her frustration at Breezy, who allegedly banned all black women from entering his section at London's at a London nightclub. Brown is currently on tour in London on a European tour uh, in support of his 10th studio album, uh, 2022's Breezy. A uh, Breezy, I'm saying Breezy, Breezy. We were supposed to go see uh, Chris Brown, one of the women said in the video below. We got there and there were thousands of girls of line, thousands of girls in line. Also, they claim to be on the VIP guest list. Where uh, after reading this and also listening to a couple of uh, my favorite uh, podcast outlets talk about it, um, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, so I would definitely say allegedly, it wasn't Chris Brown that was saying, "I don't want you here." Allegedly, Chris Brown was already inside, so he couldn't see who was coming in or not. Now, right. if the people at the door were the ones who were stopping uh, certain females, it's a whole nother situation. So on the, the, the live video that I saw, uh, I, I tried to find it before today's show, but I couldn't find it. But there were a group of ladies who were talking, and they were very disgruntled. They were like, uh, we paid, and we... Whenever we got to the uh, the line, there were a lot of women lined up, and the people at the door were handpicking individuals to go into VIP. And the people that they were handpicking were all white women. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that Chris Brown is the one that said, <clears throat> "This is who I want"? Sometimes VIP, the people at the door, use that as a come up for them. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I'm not going to say I don't believe. But I I just don't agree that something that Chris Brown can't control, uh, people should still be, you know, as hard on him and condemning him. But my question to you is, do, do you think that even the current things that Chris Brown is being condemned of now, does that have to do with, well, you know. The incident? The incident. Quote, unquote. Yeah. I think a lot of it does. Because once you're viewed as a bad person of some people, they just always hold on to that. It don't matter mm-hmm. what you do. They just going to always hold on to that. Uh, now, did you see his response to that, though? Because yes, I did. The response was actually an uh, uh, image that he captioned himself uh, in the VIP section surrounded by black women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his caption said, I have black queens all around me. Stop reaching. Well, it said stop. You know, Sorry. But... <laughs> That point. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm a little confused on I mean, maybe they got there late. Like we don't know all the variables to this story. You know, sometimes people just like to report stuff to either try to get a name or to try to get some attention Absolutely. or maybe try to make some money, but why do they keep trying to do my man like this? It's is like I said at the top of the show, it, it seems like <clears throat> just because that one situation happened. 
It doesn't matter what Chris Brown could donate a million dollars to the homeless shelter right now. And somebody would still say, well, you still did X, Y, Z. The homeless shelter shouldn't accept your money because. Right. Because it's X, because of what happened. Mm-hmm. With that, that one thing you did. See, the, the funny part about it is we live in a society of imperfect people. Yes. That expect perfection. Yes. How the hell? How, how, how the hell is that even? The You're never gonna get that. Never gonna get perfection. And I don't understand how we hold Chris Brown to something that happened years ago, but now in Hollywood and TV, TV and film or whatever, that same exact thing has been celebrated and paid for. Yeah. And of course, I'm talking about the blue face situation with Rashawn. <laughs> Chris Brown uh, recently. Um, had some comments regarding the fact that you all are in, uh, and I'm gonna say it in my own words, but you guys understand it. Where he's basically saying, "Y'all still, y'all prosecuting me for something that happened years ago, and y'all want to stop my money, but y'all celebrating and watching the TV show every week now on the Zeus Network of somebody who's who's not just doing it one time, repeatedly. These niggas doing it every day yeah. and, and filming it, right." And y'all want to pay them for ain't it. No cases being, ain't no charges being. No filed, charges. No none of this stuff. And it's not in like, you can't deny it's happening because you see it. Right. So, of course, went to hiphopdx.com. Let's talk about uh, Blueface fires back at Chris Brown. Uh, basically said, Chris, you beat up the wrong bitch. First of all, that, that, <laughs> that, that. that Blueface uh, has uh, reacted to being drawn into Chris Brown's most recent outburst by admonishing the R&B singer for bringing others into his latest public drama. Uh, also, I don't know if you know that uh, Chloe Bailey, one of her the uh, singles off of her new album that's about to be released, is a duet with Chris Brown. So it's got to be fire. It's going to be fire. <laughs> it's got to be. But of course, Chloe announced on uh, Tuesday, February 16th, that Brown is featured on her latest, latest single, How Does It Feel, uh, and was met with swift backlash due to his accusations of past violence. Most notably, the infamous the infamous assault on Rihanna in 2009. Damn, y'all hold this from, from something from 2009. Yep. Wow. I mean, you got to look at it. The, the, the cancel culture that we have, they, they try to cancel Eminem for a song that came out 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. They try to cancel Tina Turner. No, no. Who who was it? Who, who, who sung the Natural Woman song? They try to they try to cancel them. That song came out but, all right, so decades ago. That was an actual clout chase. It wasn't none of that real. You, really? You're talking about whenever they were trying to cancel uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that LGBT had something to say about so that it. Wasn't real. Hell no, that wasn't real. Oh, okay, well, I'm glad that wasn't real. We love that Aretha. Would be that would be I have drag queens now that do uh, drag to uh, Aretha Franklin in the club. Shout out to Marty's in Dallas. <laughs> God <laughs> dogging. Okay, because that, that, that bothers me, but it, it really bothers me that people still holding this one incident against them. Mm-hmm. The people involved. Have completely moved on. Completely moved on. Why haven't y'all? Yeah. Well, y'all still holding on to it. But yet, y'all won't say the same thing. Like he said, y'all won't say the same thing about the couple that y'all see fighting and arguing every goddamn day. Absolutely. It's Which, obviously that it's, it's obvious that they need some type of yeah. therapy or something of the sort. That's the same thing that Chris Brown said. Chris said, while responding to the backlash, Bree- Breezy asked why Blue isn't held to the same standard as him. He said, if y'all still hate me for the mistake I made uh, as a 17-year-old, uh, please kiss my whole entire ass. I don't blame you. He wrote in an Instagram story on Friday, February 17th. I'm effing 33 years old now. I'm tired. Golly. Y'all should have been there let this man go. <laughs> I'm so tired of all y'all running. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired of y'all running with the same with this narrative. You weird ass. Mm, uh I'm going to just have to paraphrase some of these words. You weird-ass ninjas uh, are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface uh, and Krishan uh, beat the shit out of each other in front of the whole entire world. Uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. It, that's hella true. Yeah. Y'all want to stop my bag, stop me from performing, stop me from being me 
for something that I done one time. One time. But y'all want to celebrate weekly someone who even before the show became, you know, before Zeus gave them the show, this was something that they were known by. Yep. And y'all want to celebrate that and put that on on TV, but y'all treat me like I'm the villain. Yep. I don't understand. It's this this backwards ass society that we have. Yeah. That's all. It makes no sense. It won't make sense. If you ask somebody to break it down and make it make sense for you, they can't. Do you think media plays a big part in this? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, media. Media plays a, a huge part in it because they need something to broadcast. They mm-hmm. need something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So without anything to talk about that somebody's going to remotely care about, they, they get no ratings. Yeah. And so that's really their thing. Media is one big clout chaser. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's that's that. Well, I think that number one, the first thing that caught my attention whenever it came it came down to people wanting to stop Chris Brown from uh, being his best or living his best life is whenever they stopped him from doing the uh, tribute to Michael Jackson. Who? I just have one question about that. Who else would do it if not Chris Brown? I don't know. I don't know anybody else qualified to do it. Maybe Usher. And that's just maybe that's just Usher. vocal. Well, vocally and dancing, but not as much dancing. Yeah. Because to me, Chris Brown is a like Usher in his Chris Brown days, yeah. Yeah. But But Usher now, no. Chris Brown has surpassed that. Yeah. Chris Brown would be the perfect candidate for it. I tell you who I think would have made a who would even today still make a dope duo in doing a Michael Jackson tribute, Chris Brown and Sierra. Because the video that they had with them that was supposed to be, I think it was on the American Music Awards, if they would have allowed those two performers to happen, that would have been the talk of the whole award show. I agree. But for some reason, it's like there's an assignment out that says we cannot allow Chris to live this down. Basically. And by any means necessary, what whatever we have to do to stop him, we have to do it. That's it. And it I guess it kind of brings joy to my heart to see Chris Brown being the the guy that's that that can say, I see y'all trying to beat me. I see y'all trying to defeat me and all this other and everything else that y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to stop my music. Y'all trying to stop my performances. But I'm gonna still do me. And I'm I'm really, really excited for the Chloe Bailey project now because I see that she didn't let that stop her. And of course, whenever she announced the song, all of her fans, well, not all of them, but a lot of her, her fans had a lot of backlash because they were like, why are you doing a song with Chris Brown after da 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 Maybe because he's a GOAT and almost everything he puts out goes, Comes, goes either gold or platinum. And pretty much. He's a hell of an artist and he has a great voice. He has a lot of talent. So does she. So honestly, to me, the record sounds sexy and I'm waiting for it. Oh, and the dancing is going to be wonderful because there, there's a video to this. And if you know anything about Chloe, that body is banging. Mm, and for you to say that, it's something really different. So imagine how I feel about it. So I'm going to, Ooh, Chloe. I'm gonna have some right next to me while I'm watching it. I hope y'all didn't hear that. What's the other song that Chris Brown made that was like super sexy? Uh, and, 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 and. Can you be more specific? he got a lot of. Them. He really does. He got a lot of. Them. He really does. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel that. I would ask the question or want to know the answer. When do people who do wrong every day decide that we're just going to let Chris Brown be? Because we see everything that we're doing to stop him. Nothing's working. Because clearly it's not working because he's still making dope music. Uh, He's still able to tour and tours are still selling out. He was one of the first artists to have these thousand dollar meeting grades. Um, meeting greets and people paying that money. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart even paid paid some money to see him, mm-hmm. and it was funny as hell because Kevin Hart interrupted somebody else in the middle of her meeting greet like just to get just to get a, a, a picture with him. Me, excuse me. Okay, your time's over. You're done. I paid more money than you. I love it. <laughs> I, I I would love for Kevin Hart to interrupt me. Speaking speaking to Kevin Hart, Grant Carmino is right over here, but you can't see it. Oh lord, 
that Grand Cormino. That's 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 next level right there. We we need a case of that, Kevin. We need a case of Grand Cormino. Yes, churches uh, need to order need to order that by the case for communion on Sundays. From our unofficial sponsor, Grand Cormino. Yes, that part. <laughs> Man, in the meantime, in between time, hey, I am excited that we were able to come to you guys today and uh, just, you know, dish, talk, have fun. Tomorrow, uh, this interview may come out next week. I don't know for sure, but tomorrow I will be sitting with the one and only head crack of Dish Nation. I'm excited about this because I have... uh, I guess you can say a previous uh, relationship running with him whenever he lived here in Dallas at 97.9 The Beat. And I was able to speak with him on a couple of occasions. And it's just it's a privilege to be able to speak with him now that he's on a multi-syndicated TV show that's all over the world. Uh, So that's Head Crack uh, from Dish Nation. Uh, Shouts out once again to DeBrad and Judy. All I need is a invitation to the baby shower. I sit in the back of the room because one thing I know y'all gonna have is some really good food. I'm not going for the drinks because Brad, you can't drink. But if y'all do have drinks, Brad can give me all of hers, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll toast to you. I'll toast to you for real. Um, in the meantime, what? How can they listen? I'm, so, I'm saying listen like you got some music out. Right. I mean. All of my tracks are with uh, the legendary international recording artist, Mr. I.M. Trevane. Whenever this nigga decide so. to come and, and sing with me. And the, whenever I do my recordings, the lights be real dim, too. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Lord, I, I, I'll consider a recording session. Honestly, I need to get something out there. Or a session in general. And anyway, what could the... <laughs> Where can the listeners and viewers find out more information about you? Well, you can always find me on my Instagram at LionHeartJR. Um, you can catch all branding and apparel items at Exquisite Custom Creations on Facebook and Instagram. Also, .com for shopping as well. And also, check out the Lionheart Collection on social media and on .com as well. That's what's up. Of course, it, on for me, it's I am Trevane on all platforms. My website, IamTrevane.com for the best in uh, what I consider really good, dope, R&B, Neo Soul music. It's your boy Taz. And your boy JR. This is the... <laughs>